mystery in our history. everyone, thanks for tuning in to the Mystery in Our History podcast, where we take an in-depth look at all things urban legend and conspiracy theory related and how they came to be. I'm J.R. Supa. That's Chris Berry, a.k.a. Chris B.O.M.G., Twitch, something on YouTube. And oh, YouTube, Twitch, it doesn't matter. Here. It's abandoned. We <laughs> go. <laughs> all right, so, Chris, you know when you're outside in this beautiful pandemic and you see a plane that like flies overhead and it leaves like a, it leaves like a cloud behind it. Right. Um, or if you've ever seen like the, the blue angels or, you know, the movie top gun. Um, so that's, or like how, you know, when, when planes like right in the sky and stuff. Sure. Yeah. Well, I've always wondered how those planes do that because when you see like a seven forty seven. You know what I mean? Like a normal plane that you're going to take from like JFK to LAX. They don't have those clouds behind them. No. Right? Yeah, um, they don't. They don't at all. Um, so, yeah, that's just because, you know, it's, they're not spraying poison in the air. And that's the big conspiracy here, right? The chemtrails. <laughs> exactly. Um, I really, I, I like seriously wish I had like a little bit more time this week to like look into this with you. Um, because I know I've seen some pretty cool stuff out there that is just like, it's their head scratchers. They make it go. Hmm. But you know, luckily for me, I do the podcast with big time MVP. That's you. Um, and he carries my ass on very busy weeks. Yeah, so, well, you know, I appreciate it. Well, so I started searching mm-hmm. for what causes these, um, poofs of Street. of cloud behind planes, and I'm going to tell you, Chris, what they are not. Okay, enlighten me, please. All right, they are not contrails or condensation trails. Those are streaks of condensed water vapor created by the air by an airplane or a rocket at high altitudes, because fossil fuel combustion as in piston and jet engines, uh, produce carbon dioxide and water vapor. At high altitudes, the air is very cold, and hot, humid air from the engine exhaust mixes with the colder surrounding air, causing the water vapor to condense into droplets or ice crystals that form visible clouds. The rate at which contrails dissipate is entirely dependent on weather conditions. And if the atmosphere is near saturation, the contrail may exist for some time. Conversely, if the atmosphere is dry, the contrail will dissipate rather quickly. Okay. Yeah. You know, I don't know about enough about science to really dispute anything you said. Um, so, you know, I'll let you have it. However, <laughs> I feel like that would be like the case for every plane, right? Not just a, a few. Well, so that's what they're not, Chris. Yeah, right. Right. So, right. Because according to many conspiracy theorists, they're actually chemtrails. That's right. right. That's right. Chemtrails. Yeah. Or chemical or biological agents left in the sky by high-flying aircraft, sprayed for obviously nefarious reasons, undisclosed to the general public. 
Now, believers in this conspiracy theory say that while normal contrails dissipate relatively quickly, contrails that linger must contain additional substances. That's right. Just another way the government is trying to control not just us, but the entire fucking planet. So let's dive into this wonderfully well-thought-out conspiracy, shall we? Sure. But I got to say, kind of like uh, Flat Earth, it sounds like you've already have your mindset that it's a load of, like, just a giant crock of shit. Oh, 100%. Uh, These people are Flat Earthers in my brain. (laughs) See, I, on the other hand, think think the conspiracy does hold water, no pun intended, because, Ah. you know, the the, the water vapor and and the droplets of ice and and crystals and you know holding water yeah you know that's the fucking joke power (laughs) through it chris (laughs) (laughs) i'm very tired Uh, you know holding water listen the thought the thought that sorry my ths are really fucked up because of this tooth that got Ew, you look like a pirate. Yeah, dude, it sucks. So the give me oh, your best art. <laughs> I love it. Um, <laughs> Sorry, I it's okay. That. The thought, thought. I, I'm I'm going to try this one more time. I'll edit some of this out. You better leave the art. Oh, right absolutely. Now. The thought yeah. that, <laughs> that the governments collectively throughout the entire country, <laughs> or just True. our government, is is actively um, poisoning or dropping chemicals to mind control the masses is insane. Sure. I I mean, listen, I don't disagree with the thought that it is something that's being dropped to control people's minds or to poison. Here's the funny thing, too, is like... Mm -hmm. I feel like a lot of flat earthers are probably chemtrail believers as well. Sure. Like big time conspiracy. But if the earth isn't round, if it's flat and we live under a dome, then there is no atmosphere, right? Like that's how it works. Right. There's a, the atmos- atmo layer, right? Right. Like there's no atmosphere. So then how can chemtrails exist? That's you know what that's another day. We'll we'll, we'll <laughs> see what flat. What, you know what we'll write our friends at the Flat Earth Society, and we'll see uh, what they say when they get back to us. Yeah, the, the cowards who always get back to us. Correct. All right. Well, we already said what these chemtrails are believed to be, but how did this conspiracy theory get started? Did someone just look up at the sky and decide the government's out to poison us? Not quite. Are you sure? Because that's like how 90% of conspiracies are born. Well, so it's not quite. <laughs> but <laughs> It's close. Yeah. Um, so the chemtrail conspiracy theories began to circulate after the United States Air Force published a 1996 report about weather modification. Following the report in the late 1990s, the Air Force was accused of quote, spraying the U.S. population with mysterious substances uh, from aircraft generating unusual contrail patterns. So that's where it was born. 
The theories were posted to the internet forums and were among many conspiracy theories popularized by the late night radio host Art Bell, who we've mentioned on this podcast before in 1999. Art Bell, the absolute legend, the chat of conspiracies, the granddaddy of our show, if I may say. <laughs> I feel like he's more like the molesty uncle of our show. Uh, listen. That's, the by the way, that's two molesty uncle references in a row. Week wow. to week. Listen. I'm going to take a week off of that. How many How many weeks straight can we go? Yeah, there you go. I'll, I'll just find Molesty Uncle in every, <laughs> in like everything we do from here on out. All right. Well, a multi-agency response attempting to dispel the rumors was published in 2000 by the Environmental Protection Agency, or EPA, the Federal Aviation Administration, the FAA, the National Aeronautics and Space Administration, or SNASA, because they don't exist, and the National Oceanic and Atmospheric Administration, or NOAA. Many chemtrail believers interpreted agency fact sheets as further evidence of the existence of a government cover-up, obviously. Duh. Duh. The EPA refreshed its posting in 2015, and this is the main problem with conspiracy theorists. Reason and logic don't matter. Science don't matter. The amount of times the conspiracy was proven to be true is far outweighed by the number of times science and facts, and I put proven in quotes, by the way, uh, far outweigh the, num the number of times science and facts have disproven them. Yet, hardcore conspiracy theorists aren't phased by anything and stick to their guns. Well, yeah, duh. I mean, come on. They're all working together to cover it up, right? You can't trust the, the facts from these crooked administrations, right? It's just a bunch of liberal jargon. Just a bunch of, just a bunch of, uh, uh, horse, horse shit, right? Horse, horse hockey. It's a yeah, bunch of right. malarkey, as, as Joe Biden would say. It's a bunch of malarkey. He just called the malarkey department. That's right. To see it's, and it's the no it's, malarkey it's tour. Up. So we don't mess around with the malarkey. Let me tell you people at home, no malarkey. <laughs> he called up and he said, listen here, fat, I need the rundown on what's going on. <laughs> uh, the conspiracy theories. <laughs> it's okay. I love you. The conspiracy theories are seldom covered by the mainstream media. Obviously. Obviously. Because Obviously. the mainstream media is run by the government. Duh. Duh. If they were, then we wouldn't have a podcast. That's fact. Yep. And when they are, they're usually cast as an example of anti-government paranoia. Mm. Hey, sidebar. Yes. So it's going to derail the whole thing here. But uh, Love it. Do you ever watch Conspiracy Theory with Jesse Ventura? Jesse the Body Ventura? Yeah. The former mayor of Minnesota? Yeah. governor the of Minnesota? The former wrestler? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. He no. had his own conspiracy theory. I TV remember show. the show, but I never saw yeah. it. Yeah. That shit was gold, son. It was, oh my God, dude. That man was and probably still is completely cuckoo. He's 100% nutty. He's nuttier than yeah. a squirrel's cheeks. Yeah. But that was some entertaining TV, dude. I mean, also, let's just think about it real quick logically, right? Right. It was on true TV. That's amazing. So it had to be truth, right? Yeah. You, would call it, you wouldn't call it true TV if it was fake, JR. So... Well, what do you say about that? True TV was was um, T R U, not T R U E. 
I guess I just got checkmated on that. Uh, you're at least in check. You might want to rethink I, your strategy and, I, and maybe I, I move your king out of the way. Corner with that. Yeah. <laughs> Anywho, uh, let's. For example, here's an example. Okay. In 2013, right, when it was made public that the CIA, NASA, and NOAA intended to provide funds to the National Academy of Sciences to conduct research into methods to counteract global warming with geoengineering, an article in the International Business Times anticipated that, quote, the idea of any government agency looking at ways to control or manipulate the weather will be met with scrutiny and fears of malign conspiracies. End quote. Sick. And mentioned chemtrail conspiracy theories as an example. So, that's, it was a copy-paste. I had to read it. You had to write it. You had to read the sick. Sick. Um, so I remember that because I've been dabbling uh, in conspiracy for a while now. I, I remember this happening. Yeah. Um, I don't remember the exact argument, but they, they pretty much had something along the line. It was aluminum in the trails that attracted heat from the sun that return made water vapor over seas to create rain or something. I don't, I don't know. I was, I'm, I was way too lazy to look it up last night. And so, you know, if somebody knows the story, just let us know in the comments because, and, and, and berate me for my laziness too. Right? You know, I deserve it. Yes. Yes, you do. Yeah. Absolutely. Fuck you for having a full-time job. Anyway, various versions of the chemtrail conspiracy theory have been propagated via the internet and radio programs, a la Art Bell. There were websites dedicated to conspiracy theory, and it is particularly favored by far-right groups because it fits well with the deep suspicion of government. Yeah. But, I mean, is the trust of the government solely a far-right thing, do you think? Um, I think deep distrust or deep suspicion is a far-right thing. I don't... I think the far left doesn't necessarily isn't necessarily suspicious of the government. It's more of like let's change the government, whereas the far okay. right is like the government is evil and look at the Democrats, they're all pedophiles and get them out, drain the swamp. That sort of That's thing. Fair. Right? You know, Michelle right. Obama used to be a man and their children aren't actually their children and if you take a couple of very uh if you uh, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? You take a couple of letters out of their daughter's names. It spells "I am Satan." Um, Ooh, yeah. Ooh, we're on to something here. Yeah. Why don't we have man. an episode about that? Oh, don't worry. Well, I'm sure we'll do Michelle Obama as a man at some point. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, you better have some pretty good dick pics, right? We need. Oh, dude, some of the photoshops are hilarious, dude. <laughs> Like straight out of it's like a la Little Mermaid before they like digitally oh. fixed it. Well, remember, dude. remember, end of the Little Mermaid when the priest had a boner. Yeah, it's literally Absolutely. they've done that. Like she's just in a dress and it's just a boner sticking out of the dress. Hilarious. Oh, I love it. Now I gotta look this up after. Yes. Um, all right. So chemtrail conspiracy theorists often describe their experience as being akin to a religious conversion experience, a la flat earthers. When they wake up and become aware of chemtrails, the experience motivates them to advocacy of various forms. For example, they often attend events and conferences on geoengineering and have sent threats to academics working in the geoengineering field. 
Oh well, yeah, yeah. You gotta show you gotta show them the people are in charge, right? Yeah, walk in there and remind them that you pay their salaries and you demand to talk to the manager of geoengineering, right? <laughs> Chad's, That's how that works. Chads and Karens, <laughs> chemtrail <laughs> conspiracy theorists are just a bunch of Chads and Karens. <laughs> demand Where's to speak manager? to the manager of the geoengineering project. <laughs> Holy shit, dude! <laughs> I mean, all right, so these people seem pretty out there in the same realm as Flat Earthers, as I've said. They're fucking stupid. But something has to give this theory legs other than just some report from 1996, right? So what is it? Right. And, like, I'm dying to know because here's the thing for me is, like, this is one of the most, I find, right, one of the most believed conspiracies. Like, seemingly normal people that I know talk about this shit from time to time yeah and so there has to be something that that makes this um dare, dare i dare i say it again jr hold water hold, hold water i hate you it's the fucking <laughs> joke that's the, it's water water vapor <laughs> hold water you're holding water damn I'm right i am Chris. water anywho to be Let's talk about the Welsbach patent. All right, you got my full attention. I'm gonna let you. I'm just gonna let you kind of go into here and and just kind of give me the rundown because that's fair. Yeah, because it's 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 information. So I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna mind dump all of this into you, and then we'll talk. Please shit right into my brain. Oh, here it comes, baby. Nice steamy deuce. <laughs> In 1994, the Hughes Aerospace Company was issued a remarkable patent, the Wellsbach Patent for Reduction of Global Warming, proposed countering global warming by dispensing microscopic particles of aluminum dioxide, I'm sorry, aluminum oxide, and other reflective materials into the upper atmosphere, like you mentioned before. This sky shield, or laser beam, Sorry, my channeled my inner Dr. Evil. <laughs> this sky shield would reflect 1% or 2% of incoming sunlight. The patent suggested that tiny metal flakes could be added to the fuel of jet airliners so that the particles could be emitted from the jet engine exhaust while the airliner was at its cruising altitude. Okay, Compu- so I was, I was somewhere yeah. close. Yeah. Okay. Computer simulations by Ken Caldera at California's Lawrence Livermore National's Laboratory, or LLNL, calculated that employing Wellsbach's chemical sunscreen technology could stop warming over 85% of the planet, despite an anticipated doubling of atmospheric carbon within the next 50 years. LLNL estimated the cost of creating this so-called sky shield at about $1 billion a year, which is really... Globally, a cheap fix to avoid threatening the massive profits of the oil industry. Sure. Make big oil yeah. pay for it. Right? Yeah, of course. We wanted yeah, a wall. Right. Mexico's paying for that. Am I right? Ha-ha. Yeah. We, we want a sky and make oil pay for exactly. it. Exactly. At the 1998 International Seminar of Planetary Emergencies, Edward Teller, the father of the H-bomb, presented his next big idea. Mm-hmm. Teller called for spreading reflective chemicals over the earth to act like a mirror shade. 
If it was impossible to protect the entire planet, these chemical sky shields could at least be extended to cover allies who secretly agreed to allow this unprecedented geoengineering experiment to be carried out over their territory. Pause for sip. Ah. In the July-August 1998 Science and Technology Review, Teller argued that the sky shield would offer more realistic option for addressing global warming than drastic cutbacks in CO2 emissions. When asked if the technology was being pursued, Teller replied, To my knowledge, the answer is negative. My recommendation was a tentative one depending on further evidence whether expecting global warming is realistic. Now, before I continue, I just want to say this is also the premise for the movie WALL-E. Global warming was happening. They tried to combat it. They didn't combat it. Or no, what what movie was it? Was it WALL-E? Where, like, they tried to combat global warming and then it got way too hot, way too cold, and so they had to redo it and it got way too hot or something. I don't remember. Oh, no, it's Snowpiercer. That's what this is. This is the premise of Snowpiercer, not WALL-E. I, never I don't know. That. Snowpiercer was a book, and now it's it was a movie also with Chris Evans, and now it's a TV show. But essentially, global warming was a thing. They launched a bunch of shit into the atmosphere to try and fix it, and they went too far and chilled the entire Earth to an unlivable cold. So this one train was built, and it's perpetual motion. So as it moves, it charges itself, the engine and all the power systems and everything. So as long as it mm-hmm. keeps moving, it's fine, and they just built it to last forever, and then they've been going around the world, blah, 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 blah. Anyway, really good, actually, concept and story and everything all the way around in all three forms of, of media distribution as well. Book was good, okay. movie was pretty good, and the TV show was pretty good. Okay. Yeah. Um, but anyway, in fact, the technology already exists. Segway. <laughs> Wait, the, the, the train? No, 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 the technology for uh, the Globe Shield. Yeah, Globo, right. Globo Shield. In 1975, the U.S. Navy patented a device for producing a powder contrail having maximum radiation scattering ability. The powder contained a mixture of 0.03 micron-sized titanium dioxide pigment particles collated with 0.007 micron hydrophobic colloidal silica and 4.5 micron particles of silica gel. The purpose of the apparatus was to, quote, generate contrails or reflective screens for any desired purpose. The Wellsbach patent proposed using a very fine talcum-like powder of 10 to 100 micron-sized aluminum oxide to produce a pure white plume in the sky. Now, in May 2000, in May 2000, draft report submitted to the International Panel on Climate Change, or the IPCC, an expert panel chosen from among 3,000 atmospheric scientists concluded that Teller's scheme actually might work. That's right. Might work. It might. But the IPCC warned against unpredictable upsets of the atmosphere, a la Snowpiercer. The panel also warned against angry populaces reacting to, quote, the associated whitening of the visual appearance of the sky because chemtrails leave a white cloud or a plume yeah sure pause for sip gotta let that whistle yeah now caldera 
was so concerned that he went public. Deflecting sunlight would further cool the stratosphere, he warned, and this could intensify icy clouds of ozone gobbing, gobbling, gobbling CFCs, <laughs> gobbing, <sighs> gobbling CFCs that could destroy the ozone layer, the Earth's already damaged solar radiation shield. So essentially he's saying this could just have the inverse effect of what you're trying to do, which is right. reflect the rays, but it could actually just damage the ozone layer and make it even hotter. So there's right. like two downsides to this one upside. When Teller's sky shield experiment what I'm sorry, was Teller's sky shield experiment already underway? During his interview with WMWV reporters, Deep Sky hinted that it was. Were the tankers sorry, were the tankers observed on ATC radars involved in climate modification? Our FAA source hesitated before responding, quote, that approximates what I was told. Similar military activities were ongoing in other regions, is what he stated. Okay. So, basically, <clears throat> there was, so this is just, I'm, okay, I'm going to try to, like, sum this up. Yeah. Because there's a lot of info going on. There is a, yeah, it's, so a, it's a big dump of info. Yeah, so, like, basically, there was a patent of, again, dumping like aluminum into the sky, trying to reverse the effects of global warming, even Correct. though there was the potential of it reversing either way, either making it cooler, making it hotter. Um, but it was never it. it was never greenlit, essentially. Right. The, it was never green. The claim is that it was never greenlit. However, when um, Caldera went public, it was kind of like the push that the conspiracy theorists needed to say, oh, shit, there it is. Yeah, because he was, he was pretty much saying, like, it's not underway officially. Right. Now, in addition to this patent, there are also chemtrails and their links to health problems or suspected links to health problems. Okay. Ain't no proof, bitches. The internet buzzes with conspiracy theories about chemtrails being used as part of a secret government biological experiment. But after more than three years of intense investigation, there's no proof that chemtrails constitute a deliberate biological attack. To be effective, bioattacks must be conducted close to the ground and never in daylight in order to avoid ultraviolet steri sterilization of toxins. Yeah, but... Like... Okay, so, like, my argument against that is, like, it's technically not a biological attack. It would just be an experiment gone wrong. Right? Uh, okay, fair. Right. Fair. right? So, like, like, they're not going, okay, it's chemtrails. We're trying to hurt the people down on the ground. It's, it's, we're fucking with the atmosphere because we're worried about the, the globe getting too hot. Oh, shit, we put too much aluminum in the sky. All right. It's, it's affecting people's health. Well, in the spring of 1998, rain falling through heavy chemtrails over Española, Ontario, Espanola, Ontario, Espanola, Espanola. I don't know. It's in Ontario. It's Canada. It can't be for, uh, can't be Canada. Spanish. Um, it was found to contain concentrations of aluminum particles seven times higher than permitted by Canadian health safety laws. 
Provincial health officials ordered tests after residents began complaining about severe headaches, chronic joint pain, dizziness, sudden extreme fatigue, acute asthma attacks, and feverless flu-like symptoms. Flu-like symptoms. The result of the tests were never released. That's it right there. Okay, so right there. That's where that's how these theories start off, dude, right? Because, oh. like, just, just, okay, so going back a little bit and be a, to just sit back and be like, well, chemtrails is just fighting global warming, and people who say it's a conspiracy are stupid. Hey, by the way, this place was sprayed down heavily in Ontario, and everyone got sick. But if you think it's anything more than Project Sky Shield or whatever, you're just a right-wing nut job. Like, you know what I mean? Like, does that, yeah. does that like, make you kind of a little bit kind of, like, think something's up? Like, just a little bit? Once again, Especially I can, hiding I can, I can understand how one may come to suspect right. or wonder. That's- I can understand, like, wonder that this is happening, and okay, look at this. This makes me wonder. However, right. if you believe that the government is actively trying to hurt or control you through the atmosphere, right? See, that's give where, me a that's break. Where, that's where I don't. That's that's where I disconnect from this. It, if if the chemtrail conspiracy was the government's doing experiments. And they're trying to fix global warming in the cheapest way possible without hurting big oil, et cetera, et cetera. And you know what? Some of these experiments are fucking people up. Right. I could retract my statement said previously that chemtrail conspiracy theorists are as stupid as flat earthers. However, because this theory revolves around or – sorry. Because this theory – uh, shoots upwards through space at an insane rate that causes gravity <laughs> because the sun revolves around the earth. Um, that's why I can't get on board with it because they're all fucking nutty. That's fair. That's fair. That's see, that's just, a, I'm not, cause I'm not on the, it's a mind control, you know, element. I'm right. not on a uh, because it's it's not. It's about it's about the government trying to control us, trying to right. do things to us, trying to right. purposefully alter us and not the atmosphere. That's what right. makes it not believable. Right. See, that's where I sit. It's like they're clearly fucking with our ozone, our 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 atmosphere. Basically, yeah. they're fucking with it. Trying in in, in good intention. But they're being so hush hush about it, and then when shit like this happens, where people are getting sick or right. are falling ill, well, and I think then, then they go, well, no one talk about it. Let's let's hide the results. And and the funny you thing know? is, is that like if if it was just about the bad, if it's about bad publicity, I publicity, I get it, right? Like we don't want to look bad because we fucked up. If we come out. And we say, hey, we're going to try this experiment. We do this experiment. Right. And then as as the reports of illness came from residents inside a 50-square-mile area who complained that they had been subject to months of spraying by photo-identified Air Force tanker planes, USAF has mm-hmm. obviously denied the intrusions, right? So those people now are all affected after the government said, hey, we're going to try an experiment. Now all of a sudden – the government's paying 
tons of money to these people, right? Like they're right. owed reparations and they look like a bunch of uneducated fucking douchebags, even though most science is trial and error. Right. Well, exactly. exactly. You know what I mean? But so, from a PR standpoint, you only get one shot. And if you fuck up, you're not going to be able to do this shit anymore. Right. Before people start yeah. going, you know what? This is a bad idea. Let's look down. at other things. Right. Shut it down. Yeah. So and and that's why, like, if people think that the government is just trying to hide this because they don't want to fucking pay out all these people, that's insane. The government literally prints money. <laughs> Literally, like literally prints the money. So for them to go, oh, we don't want to pay out. That's stupid. It's stupid. Like. It's got to come from somewhere, though. They can print it. It's got to come from somewhere, right? Taxpayers. Actually, completely off topic. And I'm going to cut this part out. And yes. we're back. <laughs> so on November 18th, 1998, Canadian opposition party defense critic Gordon Earl. Earl. Earl? A R L E. Early? Early? I'm going to go Gordon Early. Petition Parliament on behalf of people in Espanola. Speaking on behalf of Canada's new Democratic Party, Early stated over 500 residents of the Espanola area have signed a petition raising concern over possible government involvement in what appears to be aircraft emitting visible aerosols. They have found high traces of aluminum in quartz, in particulate, and rainwater samples. These concerns, combined with associated respiratory ailments, have led these Canadians to take action and seek clear answers from this government. The, petitioner, the petitioners call upon Parliament to repeal any law that would permit the, dismiss, the dispersal of military chaff or any cloud-seeding substance whatsoever by domestic or foreign military aircraft without the informed consent of the citizens of Canada thus affected. Yeah. Cool. Good luck. Governments usually take real well to being told no. So you really uh, you really got them, guys. So I'm sure they'll listen. I'm I mean, sure yeah, they'll just be like, oh, oh, shit. Nothing. <laughs> uh, a Harvard School of Public Health team determined that the particulates with a diameter of less than 10 microns, one-tenth the thickness of a human hair, pose a serious threat to public health. On April 21st, 2001, the New York Times warned... These microscopic motes are available to are sorry are able to infiltrate the tiniest compartments in the lungs and pass readily into the bloodstream, and have been most strongly tied to illness and early death, particularly in people who are already susceptible to respiratory problems. Boy, this sounds kind of familiar. Yeah, right. Right. <laughs> yeah, that's uh, Jesus Christ. Yeah, that's something, huh? I, 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 so let's I actually just take, didn't even make the connection Yeah, last let's night. just take this moment and connect COVID-19 to chemtrails. And now we know how COVID-19 is actually a scam-demic and not a pandemic. It's a chemtrail experiment gone wrong that they couldn't talk about. And so they had to make up a fucking virus. Dude. Ka-ching. You're welcome, everybody. We just solved the problem. Trump 2020. Go outside. Go outside, sit in each other's mouths. You know, it's fine. Yep. Trump 2020. Fart <laughs> 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 uh, Simpson 2020. Oh, God. Yeah, I'd vote for him. Fuck it. Yeah, All right. at this point. Uh, on December 14th, 2000, the New England Journal of Medicine reported that inhaling particulate matter 
a size 10 microns or smaller leads to a 5% increased death rate within 24 hours. Teller's sunscreen calls for spraying 10 million tons of talcum-fine reflective particulates of 10 to 100 micron sizes. So, next up is chemtrails going global. Okay. Because it's not just in America, or Canada for that matter. Let's just call it North yeah. America. North America, that's fine. Yeah. Mexico doesn't count. That's Central we can America. That. Uh, chemtrails go global, right? So sightings of oddly lingering plumes, sometimes resembling rocket trails, are not confined to North American skies. While on leave in Italy in the summer of 1999, the U.S. Navy's Kitty Chastain sat on her hotel balcony and watched aerial grids being laid out uh, all day just offshore over the Bay of Naples. Naples. I know it's Naples. I like saying Naples. (laughs) In Spain, on April 27th, 2000, American tourist John Hendricks dashed off a quick email from El Café de Internet where we surprised to see... Uh, I'm sorry, we were, were we, no, Jesus, start over, quote, we were surprised to see that the chemtrails are as bad here as they are anywhere, both in Mallorca and in Barcelona, it's the proper pronunciation, Barcelona, Barcelona, add Sweden to the list, a Swedish resident wrote after spotting eight to ten parallel contrails i know the commercial routes and we have a bunch of them but not where these trails were next chemtrail activity has been reported in at least 14 allied nations including australia belgium britain canada france germany seagull holland ireland italy new zealand scotland sweden and the United States, bro. United States. So, uh, again, like, that's, to me, it's just how, like, a, a conspiracy can gain traction, whether or not there's something behind this or not. Um, it would be, you know, it would be one thing if it was, like, just in the USA, but it seems, again, to be in multiple countries, and they're all allies of the United States. So, to me, I wonder if they're all either, like, U.S. contracted or if they're done through their own system. Um, just stuff I just don't know. If this this is really happening, then big oil would have to be behind it. Think so? Yeah, I mean, why else would you need to do this? If you just stop using fossil fuels, the planet, I mean, theoretically, no fossil fuels, the planet can repair itself. Sure. Like the ozone layer and everything, like it can just repair itself. Like that's that's the theory, right? Right. Speaking of, uh, governor of California has put a 15 year time limit on one on uh, pure gas cars. Nice. In 15 What's the time years, time limit to uh, to get people to stop pooping in the streets. Yep. What's the timeline on that? Uh, well, New York just finally passed that law. Can't poop on the oh, subway. Dude. Gotta like get your priorities straight. You can't just be like, we're gonna get rid of fucking gas cars, but people are yeah, still shitting in the streets and dropping their drugs. In fifteen years, no one can sell a car that runs entirely on gas. It has to be at least a hybrid. At least a hybrid, yep. huh? 
Interesting. Right. Yeah. Um, all right. So another scary scenario, shall we? All right. Uh, according to the National Center for Atmospheric Research in Boulder, Colorado, the only way to form artificial clouds in warm, dry air is to introduce enough particulates into the atmosphere to attract and accrete all available moisture into visible vapor. If repeated often enough, the result, the resulting rainless haze can lead to drought. Yeah, that's... Uh, dude, weather engineering is creepy to me. And, like, as a person who's not religious, it feels like we're playing God where we aren't really welcome, if that makes any sense. Yes. I get where what we're trying to do, and I get what's going on, but these... You fuck it, fuck it with that. Again, you referenced the movie earlier. Fucking with the atmosphere could have irreversible consequences that yeah. we just don't Absolutely. know what's going to happen. And we could wipe ourselves out my, fucking around with that. My biggest concern is the lack of openness. If this is what they're doing, my concern is the lack of openness about it. Because Transparency, right? Yes. Like just, because, yeah. because without this transparency, this is what gives the conspiracy theories all this traction like this is why we're talking about it because like you take away from the science that is global warming by not mm -hmm. being transparent on how you're trying to combat global warming right you know what i mean like all of this shit that's happening with our planet right now the fact that we've run out of names for fucking hurricanes and we are we're already almost halfway through the greek alphabet by the time this fucking airs, right? Like alpha, beta, whatever, chimera, stupid fucking Greek letters. Mm -hmm. All because of global warming, right? Our planet is mad at us and it's changing the way the weather patterns, excuse me, the weather patterns behave. Mm -hmm. sure. But the problem is that because there's a lack of transparency, if this is what's going on, these chemtrail conspiracy theorists are going... Well, look at the chemtrails, bro. You're affecting the atmosphere. Of course this shit's going to happen. It has nothing to do with global warming. You're just fucking experimenting with the weather, and it's causing all of this shit. And it's like, that's not true, but... But, that, but that's how it gets its legs. But that's how it gets its legs, and it's like it, par, you partially can't blame these people who are conspiracy theorists for drawing that conclusion. You know what I mean? Like, because of there's there's no transparency. And again, that's if that's what's going on. I still right. am of the belief system that there's not the, the government is not out to try and control us by no. using particulates and chemtrails and the mark of the no. beast and the injection for COVID nineteen. It's going to have some nano tracker particles, and because I've never used a cell phone before, evidently, and my fucking location settings are always on, idiots. Anyway, <laughs> Patrick Minnis. An atmospheric researcher with California Environmental Resource Evaluation System, or CERES, an ardent chemtrails critic and NASA's, at NASA's Langley Research Center, reports that cirrus cloud cover over the U.S. is up to 5% overall, up 5% overall, because particulates in engine exhaust are acting as cloud-forming nuclei. As the number of flights currently exceeds 15 million annually worldwide, artificial clouds will intensify as air travel continues to climb. Okay, that's interesting. Now, with that said, I would like to see the 2020 numbers and, and 
you know, chemtrails and all that stuff for 2020 because air travel has been significantly reduced for a good portion of the year. That's true. That Yeah, that's very, very so true. So I would like to see the correlation or lack thereof. Now, there is something happening that helps provide substance to these theories. There are active experiments being conducted that fit into this world. Okay. That's just a thing that's happening. The sure. Keith Group in Massachusetts, for example. Wait. Massachusetts? In Massachusetts. Throw it out. It's trash. <laughs> Throw it out. It's trash. They're, they're associated with. I don't give a shit. It's they're awesome. associated with Harvard University. I don't give a fuck. It's trash. Throw it out. Literally one of the top three <laughs> most prestigious colleges in the country. <laughs> yeah, no, that's fair. Listen, I'll give it to them. But it doesn't change how I feel about Massachusetts. That's fair. You can hate Massachusetts. I do hate Massachusetts. I, That's I, I okay. Can and I, I actively do hate Massachusetts. And that is completely okay. I like my lord, dude. I I love you know, Boston, you, though. Boston's you, a big city. used to live on the border of Massachusetts, right? I used to live right on the border. I lived in New Hampshire. One town south of me was Massachusetts. And I, like, I, I was kind of like, yeah, whatever, Massachusetts is fine. Dude, now that I live an hour and a half away from that border, I just like any time I have to go in Massachusetts, I'm just like fuck that. I would I'd rather just fucking go somewhere else than Massachusetts anytime. <laughs> I went to visit a friend who lived in Massachusetts last weekend, and the entire time driving through Massachusetts, he lives in Southern Mass, like on right. the Connecticut border, and I the entire time driving through Massachusetts, I'm just like. Fucking hate this place. I fucking hate everything about Mass. Like, look at the fucking road. The fucking road sucks. Like, dude, like every little thing that I could get mad at, I got mad at it was Massachusetts. Dude, I was just like, look at the trees. The trees look like shit in Mass. It's fucking Mass. Anyway, sorry. It's a complete side there, dude. I Seriously, just, it's okay. Yeah, so we've established Chris Berry, ladies and gentlemen. Chris Berry hates Massachusetts. I hate Massachusetts. But anyway, listen, if you live there and love it, that's fine. Chris, that's my one asshole's opinion on the Crispy OMG. On Instagram, uh, underscore OMG. <laughs> uh, yes, that'd be your Yes. Now, with that said, the Keith Group in Massachusetts, for example, works on theoretical proposals for combating global warming called solar geoengineering or albedo modification. These are technologies that might enable people to add materials to the Earth's atmosphere to reflect a bit more sunlight back to space, partially masking or reducing the climate change due to accumulated greenhouse gases. That sounds a lot like chemtrails. Sure. Yeah. Now, ultimately, I, like, mean, I want to talk you know, about it, this for a minute. Hold on. Before sure. we go. Right. Because it, it, it does. It sounds a whole lot like just chemtrails. And that sounds a whole yeah, lot mean, like the conspiracies we've just been talking about. Right. This is an experiment that's happening. Well, the, the 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 one from fucking what? Uh, what 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 did you say it was from? Hold on, I'm going back from 1994. The patent. Where? Yeah, the patent. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I mean that whole thing, of course, also sounds like chemtrails, but just not in the aspect that people are like uh, bad chemtrails, like controlling everyone's mind and right, uh, making it and, livable for. And aliens. again, like I I I wish I had a button for like a horse neighing because I'm just going to keep beating a dead horse, but I have this instead. Huh? Please. I'm sorry, I'll use the other one. <sighs> now, I, I hate to keep beating a dead horse, okay. but 
if it was just conspiracies on the lack of transparency from the government with regards to experiments on trying to combat climate change that are ultimately causing health problems. If that was the conspiracy and that was it, this conspiracy theory would probably hold a lot more water. Because of the water particles in the you're, plane and the air. Yeah, it's the fucking joke. That, that's you're the welcome. Joke. You're welcome. That's the, yeah. Talk if about that was horses. where it was limited to, then yes, I believe that that would probably have a lot more substance to it. Sure. The problem is, is that most of these assholes are, and by assholes I mean people who believe in chemtrails, um, like Alex Jones. Most of these idiots, assholes, stupid people, people with no any, I, I just keep going. Flat earthers. Let's just call them flat earthers because those are the dregs of sure. society, right? Yep. Um, they don't believe in global warming. Right. Because it can't be a thing. A, for flat earthers, because there's no such thing as a globe. So how can you have global warming if there's no globe? And for the people, the the few, the subset that don't believe both chemtrails and flat earth, they are probably Trump supporters, so they don't believe in global warming anyway. So that, that is where the huge disconnect comes. Of course. Of course. It drives me nuts. Um, yeah, no, I, I feel it. And, you know, for again, for me, when it comes to chemtrails, I've heard it all, right? You know, I, I go on stupid parts of the internet and I, and I listen to everyone's goofy conspiracy and what they think is going on. And I've seen from mind control, I've seen from try, trying to control, you know, people's moods. And uh, I guess that could just kind of be summed up in the mind control as well. Yeah. Um, to, to slowly poisoning people, giving us cancer. And then I've seen the ones where it's, the conspiracy behind chemtrail is to make the atmosphere livable for off-world aliens who walk among us. It oh expands. God! It with the fucking lizard people, are you on lizard people yeah. now? No. Well, I mean, uh, sure. Those are extraterrestrials, right? The lizard people. We we were talking about. It could be the Nordic aliens. It could be the gray aliens. It could be whatever, dude. Kidding me? Dude, but that's that's how far it spans out now. I'm going to go on record and say I think that that stuff is, yeah, it's pretty crazy. There's not a whole lot to back it up. However, again, like you were saying, if it comes down to they're trying to geoengineer the, the earth, trying to hush-hush uh, fix up um, global warming, not really being you know very transparent with the people, and people are getting sick and they're, they're hurting or whatever. Right. Um, you know, I, I don't think that's out of the realm of possibility. Right, it's far more believable than the rest of the crap. Right. Yeah. But yeah, yeah I don't think I it's for the I aliens. Can't. I don't think it's for mind control. That's fucking stupid. Dude, right. that that is and legit. I, and I want to. That is legit though. I want to sum that up too, right? So, like, sure. ultimately, as with most conspiracies and their believers, there is one underlying issue that makes it impossible to have a conversation on this topic. People who believe in this conspiracy think that the government has their own agenda and should be to blame for many health issues in America. But ultimately, these people are misinformed. 
when scientists try to disprove their beliefs, their explanation is ultimately considered just part of the cover-up, which is a huge problem. And the evidence that's presented for chemtrails don't have any strong evidence that actually explains it. And the belief of chemical spraying would mean that thousands of people would be sworn to secrecy, like pilots, delivery men, aircraft maintenance, etc. And that not one person has leaked the truth. So, you know, I got to play devil's advocate on that, right? Or else it wouldn't be it wouldn't be mystery in our history if I if I didn't play devil's advocate. Please, Chris, play devil's advocate. All right, so here we go. Uh, so I'm going to feed into this. So NDAs exist, and we all know that there have been proven, covered up conspiracies that have come forth. Yeah. And I am going to use MK Ultra as the example. Okay. Um, that is something that was a conspiracy. That was something that people were like, no, it's happening. And the government's just like, it ain't happening. And what the fuck you talking about? It's not happening. Can you re-enlighten the people at home as to what MKUltra is? MKUltra basically is a mind control device uh, where they were using different methods of either um, sleep deprivation, abuse, drugs, basically messing with your mind mentally to basically uh, – it depends on, 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 on what, you're, what you're reading into. But um, Make you basically it would be like – Huh? It was they were trying to make you their bitch, right? Right. So you'd hear a keyword, you'd wake up, and you go, "Okay, um, I've been hypnotized to do this, to do that, or right. whatever." Kind of like, kind of yeah. like the Winter Soldier. Exactly like the Winter Soldier. That's pretty much what it is. Um, so here's the thing with MK Ultra. There are multiple agencies involved. There mm-hmm. was the there was the Office uh, of Science Intelligence, United States Army Biological Warfare Laboratories. Uh, Project Bluebird was involved, Project Artichoke was involved, and research undertaken at more than 80 different institutions, including colleges, universities, hospitals, prisons, pharmaceutical companies. Mm -hmm. So that's where I'm like, you know, you can't just you can't just say people are sworn to secrecy and then that's it. There's no way that this can evolve because the MKUltra, it started in 1953 and we didn't find out about it. Uh, uh, we didn't even start to see a glimpse of the truth until uh, 1977 when Congress looked into it, and that was uh, you know 24 years later. Now I know this is longer than 24 years. This obviously. is exactly 24 years, actually. 1996 oh, to really? 2020. Holy shit! One plus one is two. <laughs> two plus two is four. Minus one. That's three quick maths. But so again, I'm going to play devil's advocate. I think it's completely possible that it could be covered up because, again, a lot of these conspiracies, you know, it's not just the person leaking who's at stake and is at danger. It's their family. It's their their loved ones, close ones. It's, the stakes are high for these top, top secret things. And if they I, get leaked. I mean, I, I understand where you're coming from, but also remember when we discussed the moon landing or lack thereof. Sure how uh-huh. a large number of people would have had to known about the original faking to begin with. And mm-hmm. that would result in hundreds or thousands of people knowing about it and none of them sure. speaking hundreds or thousands of people knowing about it and none of them speaking up about it. Now, granted, this is a different scenario in a very um, specific way, right? The sure. moon landing was... 
essentially, if it never happened, that would have been two areas where they were filming it and mm-hmm. mission control. Correct. Right. No one else is in on it. Everybody that's in on it is in one of those two areas. Yep. And what you're discussing here with MK Ultra and potentially what we're discussing with chemtrails is that it's kind of been divided up into so many different subsets that no one really knows what this particular thing is for until you combine them all together and nobody actually knew to combine them all together except for the very few people that were combining them all together. Right. right. So I understand what you're saying. I just I don't believe that there could be this many people in on it. And it, because even with MK Ultra, right? So like all of a sudden, okay, mm-hmm. now all of this stuff is involved and not one of those people. If one of those people like tries to or just has the brain with uh, to to put anything together, put two and two together anywhere, like what's to keep them from from coming out? You know what I mean? Because they're not going to sure. be like – you're, you know, they're going to say it's super classified, but then look at Snowden, and we'll get that in in a minute. Right. But well, like, although uh, before we continue, mm-hmm. I I do want to say that you know, um, in regards to the moon landing, chi- I think China is like about to visit that landing site. From what I understand, they're they're like mm-hmm. going back to the moon. Um, so that conspiracy might just get debunked pretty soon, anyway. Yeah, and quite frankly, I would like to know either way. Like, if the flag is really on the moon, cool. Like, I was wrong. And if it isn't, cool. The moon landing's a lie. But either way, it's not really going to change my, my day-to-day life, honestly. No. Uh, I, I would just I would. It's going like to change know. a lot or of people's day-to-day want. life, though. Sure. But, again, I, I just, I want to know the truth. Yeah. You but know what I mean? And any, everybody that believes that the moon was fucking, the moon landing was fake is just going to say that this was doctored photos. Like. China's going to go to the moon. Oh, they're not really going to the moon. It's another fake thing. to Shut us up. Well, maybe. Yeah. But there's a lot of weird China hate right now going on. And... I mean, for me, it's it's just improbable that a large number of people know about this and no one has come forward. Uh, again, I, I, I still disagree on this. Um, the threat of death or the threat of the loved ones or, you know, in something as in the case of like the moon landing. Like you said, there's two factors that know. It's the film crew, and then there's mission control. But if they sit there and the, what, the 20 to 30 people on each side are sealed lips, and then they tell everyone else at NASA, no, it happened. Look at look at the footage. It's right there. Yeah. It happened. It happened. Then the lie just cultivates from there and becomes true. But I feel like then there's a lot of math that exists that isn't really like real it isn't real you know what i mean like because it took math to get us to the moon right like they had to come up with the equations and figure it out and and make it work and if it didn't work then all of that math is not accurate like you know what i mean and 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 space travel like isn't it's all lost though right uh, and we've never been back it's all lost right uh, all right so You know, like, it, it, it know, just keeps going in stupid. circles. It just keeps going in circles. It's, you're right. You you're know what I mean? Right. You're absolutely right. It's, it's unfortunate, and that's why that's why there's so many disbelievers on this stuff. Well, let's talk about this, too, because in addition to okay. all of this that we've just been talking about, former CIA employee and whistleblower Edward Snowden 
interviewed on the Joe Rogan Experience, which is hands down like the number one podcast ever, period, just in existence. Um, like rated, I mean, not just like enjoyed. I mean like more people listen to that than any other podcast out there. Whether or not you like it is a different story. I personally can't really sit through three hours at a clip for a podcast, but if you've got nothing else to do, like if you if or if you're in a job where you're driving a lot or whatever the case may be, I can see the appeal. And I've I I mean, I've, I've seen a couple episodes. You know, depending on who the guest is, I, I find it very interesting. Joe Rogan is a very um, smart guy, educated guy, knows his shit. You know what I mean? So like, he's a very good interviewer. Sure. But anyway. Edward Snowden, interviewed on the Joe Rogan Experience, stated that he had searched through all the secret information of the U.S. government for evidence about aliens and chemtrails. According to a CNN report about the webcast, he said, quote, in case you were wondering, chemtrails are not a thing. And, quote, I had ridiculous access to the networks of the NSA and CIA, the military, all these groups. I couldn't find anything. Okay. So I'm just going to leave that there. That's, you know, that guy had no reason to lie. He was trying to fucking get shit out. Sure. You know what I mean? Yeah. I I mean, my only argument, again, of course, I always have an argument for it, is that these are are black ops things that are even, you know, further down than CIA and military and NSA. Maybe. But, again, I don't have proof, you know? So I, I I can't sit here and be like, that's fact, and I know, so. Yeah. All right. Fair enough. Well, ultimately, I think that the biggest issue uh, is that people who believe in conspiracy theories often have a hard time with Occam's razor, or when choosing a possible explanation for a phenomenon, the simplest one is usually the best. Sure. And if you think that aircraft contrails, quote, look different or are behaving strangely, consider that regular aircraft condensation trails are sometimes long-lasting. And the way they look can change suddenly along a flight path as aircraft fly through regions with different temperatures and humidity. This is well understood and has been demonstrated by group observation and by scientific research performed by thousands of people over decades. Of course, it's possible that something else is going on. But to prove it, one is just going to need more than simple photographs of something that looks entirely consistent with normal contrails. Is that fair? Like, you know what I mean? Like, I think... Yeah. Yeah. I'm not saying it's not out of the realm of possibility that contrails or chemtrails might exist, but I'm going to need a lot more proof than just, that looks funny. Yeah. That looks funny, and <laughs> I, I feel weird looking at it. I right. get it. Yeah. That's all. I mean, you know, uh, there's been a little bit of correlation, if you will, and that's what we talked about, but, like, mm-hmm. you, you're going to need a smoking gun. With something, something that comes like out this, that it's just like this is undeniable. Exactly, it's you yeah. need a smoking gun. You need the flight uh, manifest for the planes that were going over that area in Canada, saying that they were loaded with aluminum in particulates in the fuel or in the jet, so that it would spread into the atmosphere. Like you need that. That's the smoking gun, not just chemtrail. People got sick. It's not enough. Yeah. It's, it's rain has high aluminum. People got sick. Okay. Where'd the aluminum come from? Where's the smoking gun? Right. Right, right, right. No, I agree. I, I, I do agree with that. Well, 
that's how we're going to wrap up this time on the Mystery in Our History podcast. Uh, but be sure to check us out on our website, fourguysmedia.com, for news, updates, and a list of all of our other podcasts. Excuse me. I'm so gassy. <laughs> um, I do uh, just want to cross-promote because it came out today that we're recording this. Uh, but this is probably going to come out in a week or two weeks from now. Um, Mike's Mini History Lessons, uh, its most recent episode as of today is um, an episode on mass incarcerations in America. Um, it is about f- double or four times longer than most of the, the history lessons. It is not many. Um, it, is, it. it is a not so many history lesson, uh, but needed to be as long as it was because of the amount of information that um, it entails when talking about this topic. And I, I really just would encourage all of our listeners to really check this out. Uh, systemic racism is a huge problem in this country. Um, and it has a lot to do with the reason why a third of the, the two million prisoners um, that exist in the United States are black. Uh, but there's also a boatload more that goes into this than just prisons are privatized and that's why you have so many inmates it's it there's it's so much deeper than all of that um so i would really just want to point that out and and point people in that direction to really um educate themselves on that topic good listen yeah i listened um, to it today and i found it extremely informative yeah i i I really enjoyed doing that episode i like it was of all the episodes that i've done on mike's mini history lessons i've enjoyed a lot of them that was by far my favorite one to do um, but don't worry that there will not be a lot of 20 minute, not so many history lessons. <laughs> um, but anyway, that is it for this week. Uh, thanks for tuning in and we will see you next time. Bye.